My first trip to Japan. Every other year, Span Sensei took a group of students to Japan. When I was a sophomore, I was one of them. I had never left America before. I had never even been out of state without my parents before. But I wasn't that nervous. My Japanese was pretty good, after all, so I'd be fine. That's what I thought. I had yet to realize that test scores don't mean anything. I put on the group windbreaker, said my farewells, and got on the plane. Looking back, I wish I had spent the flight savoring my self confidence because it was soon to disappear. The trip was divided into two parts. The first part was group sightseeing in Kyoto, which was amazing. I'm not sure there's anything more exciting than exploring a foreign country with a group of friends. Everything was strange, and I looked upon it all with wonder, even those things that today strike me as totally uninteresting. If I could recapture the joy I felt upon learning that Japanese toilets have seat warmers, I'd probably die on the spot. I still have very clear memories from that trip. Lines of tour buses. The green wall of hedges leading to the precincts of a dark wooden temple called the Silver Pavilion. Vending machines filled with unfamiliar drinks and coins of actual value rapidly disappearing into them. We went to a shrine called Heianjingu, where I had myself photographed pretending to meditate on a rock. We went to a theme park called Nagashima Spa Land and had the entire place to ourselves because it snowed until mid afternoon. The steel dragon wasn't running. But we rode the white cyclone about 20 times instead. I went to my first onsen. An onsen is a Japanese hot spring. When Americans think of hot springs, they think of slimy, sulfurous pools of algae infested muck hidden in the woods and patronized by otherwise unbathed, unshaven hippies. Japanese hot springs are, thankfully, different. Frequented by everyone, they are clean, reputable, well maintained, landscaped, and occasionally located in the middle of the city. People get naked and just sort of sit around together. It sounds weird, but it isn't. Seriously, it isn't. Our school didn't allow us to get naked, and no one would have if they did, so we soaked in our swimsuits. The Japanese people laughed at us, but we didn't particularly care. Span Sensei's husband received an unsolicited back scrub from a naked old man. We freaked out. It started snowing as we sat in the springs, and I clearly remember thinking I could stay in this country forever. I love Kyoto. There was the good, the joy of staying in my first Japanese inn. And there was the terrible, the taste of my first Japanese breakfast. I'll never forget either. I was in awe of the temples, and for a moment thought I might like to become a monk. Thankfully, I did not act on the impulse. If the trip had ended in Kyoto, it would have been the most amazing trip ever. But the trip didn't end in Kyoto.